in the area, but uh, I haven't been kicked off They're the still area, going which on? is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still going on. Still raining. I saw here, some lightning but... on your screen. I could see the lightning in the, our first yeah. segment, the first hour. I sense. Yeah. So that's a good sign. Yeah. Yeah, at least you don't hear it anymore. It's not uh, it's not as bad. So hopefully that calms down here soon and uh, my internet uh, holds up strong. Right now we got a couple scores in Major League Baseball. The Marlins are up 4-1 to one on the Tigers, still in the top of the seventh. Uh, New York and Baltimore still in a weather delay with the uh, with the rain and the thunderstorms right now. Philadelphia with a 2-1 lead on Pittsburgh. Kyle Schwarber, Schwarber has a two-run shot in that game. Uh, Toronto up 2-1 to one on the Angels. White Sox with a one nothing lead on Cleveland in the top of the fifth. Brewers go up 2-0 on the Braves, and the Tampa Bay Rays have a 3-0 lead on the Houston Astros. Let's get back to some football conversation. To do that, we welcome on now Josh Pallett, host of the Bolt City Podcast here on Odyssey. Uh, I actually just joined the podcast a couple weeks back, talk some Chargers football. Josh, thanks for joining us here on a Friday night, man. How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. I'm ready to talk some Charger football. Well, okay. I actually want to start with, uh, I listened to the new episode, and I saw the clip that you guys put out on social media talking about Brandon Staley. Maybe he's on the hot seat. Uh, do you think he should be on the hot seat, especially when you look at Staley being this defensive-minded head coach, and yet the defense has kind of regressed every single season since Anthony Lynn was let go? Do you think they, you know, what does he got to do this year? Is it win a playoff game or he's fired? Is it just make the playoffs? How does this play out for uh, Brandon Staley this season? Yeah, that's a good question. I think he absolutely has to win at least one playoff game to keep his job Last season, I thought he was on the hot seat the entire time. It's not in the Chargers' makeup to fire a coach during the season. But when you blow a 28-0 lead in the playoffs, if that's not grounds for losing your job, I do not know what is. And then Joey Bosa spiking his helmet right at your feet, and you just take it like a you-know-what. I don't know how you can respect a coach like that. And then they bring in Kellen Moore, one of the top offensive coordinators in the league. If the Chargers have a good offense and a bad defense – then I absolutely think that Brandon Staley's not going to keep his job past this season. Yeah, how do you think Kellen Moore is going to change this offense this year? What's going to be different? Well, the difference is going to be that we're going to actually throw the ball down the field this season. Last year, the Chargers were 21st in yards per attempt, and Kellen Moore's four years with the Cowboys, they were seventh. I mean, Joe, Joe Lombardi should be in football prison for what he did last year with the Chargers. There is no way you could have one of the top quarterbacks in the league and just throw it to the side like – you know, his arm's broken or something. It was ridiculous ridiculous watching the Chargers last season. So you'd expect him to bring what he did with the Cowboys, throw the ball down the field. We just brought in Quinn and Johnson with our first-round pick, a great receiver out of TCU. So you'd expect Justin Herbert to throw the ball 40 times a game. You'd like him to be almost like what Patrick Mahomes is with, uh, with the Chiefs, throw it all over the field. You know, J.C. Jackson, I was really excited for that pickup last year. He's still only 27 years old. He was one of the better defensive backs, really underrated in New England. And then last year was just a mess. He does return to practice. He's at camp. Uh, how are you feeling about him heading into the season? Any optimism or no? <laughs> I'm not really sure what happened to J.C. Jackson last season. I was excited like you were. I think he was the top player on the Chargers in the top 100 last year. The Chargers had eight players on the top 100, the most in the league. He was number one. And then he was terrible. Like you said, I don't know if you, mentally he was all the way there. He's going to have to fight for a spot this year. We have two good corners in Asante Samuel Jr. and Michael Davis. But obviously from a talent perspective, J.C. Jackson is the top guy on the team. Uh, you'd want to see what he did with the Patriots with the Chargers. The Chargers should have a great defensive backfield led by him and Derwin James. But it's still really up in the air if he's still the same player he was in New England. What have you heard about Joey Vosa coming into the season? I mean, you mentioned that 
spike of the helmet last year. Like, has he turned a page? Is this a fresh start for him? New season, new outlook for Bosa? Let me tell you something. I cannot tell you how much it bothers me that his younger brother is the best defensive player in the NFL. And then you get his shenanigans where he misses almost the entire season. And then he comes back for the playoffs. Dave on the Bolt City podcast called that. Joey Bosa is going to come back when they need him in the playoffs. He's not going to be there during the regular season. That's exactly what happened. And then he kind of cost you the game in the playoffs. So it's been extremely frustrating from a fan perspective. Joey Bosa was the number four pick in the draft. You thought you were going to get the Nick Bosa production. We haven't really seen that. He needs to have double-digit sacks to go along with Khalil Mack on the other side for the Chargers real have a real shot this season because our defensive line last year was horrible. We couldn't stop the run, and if you're not going to be able to get to the quarterback, you're just going to have problems all over the defense. Other than Brandon Staley, what's the biggest question mark heading into the season? You know, Because I think a lot of people are high on the Chargers, but what's your biggest concern? Right, right there, the, stopping the run. The Chargers were right there at the yeah. bottom of stopping the run in the league. We didn't do much on the defensive line to to help. I mean, we, we got some guys on the draft, but you never know what you're going to get from a rookie. So the defensive line, the middle of the defensive line specifically, and then linebacker. We lost our best linebacker, Drew Tranquil, to the Kansas City Chiefs. So if the Chargers have a good defensive backfield, but you can't stop the run, do you really have a good defense? Because that was the biggest problem last year, and they didn't really do much through additions and free agency or through the draft to, to make a big difference. So stopping the runs, definitely the biggest issue on the team. Yeah. The wide receiver room last year had quite a few injuries. I mean, Keenan Allen missed a bunch of games. Mike Williams did as well. Hopefully they're healthy this year. But they also brought in, or drafted rather, Quinton Johnson out of TCU. What are you seeing or hearing uh, out of what Johnson's going to look like this season with this offense? It's funny. I, I thought he was going to be the fourth wide receiver from what I heard going into the draft. And they say he's definitely the number three. He's, he's been showing big-time production in training camp. Uh, they're using him a lot. Kellen Moore is known for using a lot of different wide receivers, so I wouldn't be, a, be surprised if he, he is the number three receiver. Uh, like you said, though, Ke- Keenan Allen and Mike Williams need to stay healthy. Quinton Johnson can do his thing as a rookie, but he's still a rookie. We need Keenan Allen to be there every game. We need Mike Williams to be there every game because I do believe that the Chargers have one of the best wide receiver tandems in the NFL. But the best ability is availability. And if you're not available for Justin Herbert, who just got this huge contract, then what's it worth with Quinn and Johnson on the field? He's just there to be the number three. We need our number one, number two to be there to be a, the prolific offense that we, we are supposed to have. How do you think Austin Eckler fits in this offense? Because like all we've heard from Austin Eckler is about, you know, obviously he wants running backs to get paid. He's still only 28 years old. Uh, we thought he was going to get moved, but he comes back. Uh, what kind of year do you think he has this season in the uh, Kellen Moore offense? He's going to have a great year like he does every single year, 20 touchdowns, maybe like he has had the last two seasons. But the problem is he's not happy. I don't know how, how you can have a locker room with one of your top players that doesn't want to be there. Um, hopefully, you know, he turns it off when the season starts and he just starts playing football. But Justin Herbert getting $52.5 million when you're fighting for $10 million per year is, is awkward, to say the least. But it's really an apples and oranges comparison when you're talking about a quarterback to a running back salary. But from a talent perspective and productivity, I'm expecting Austin Eckler to be where he has been the last few years, one of the top running backs in the NFL. And all signs are pointing to that with upgrades on the offensive line. Yeah. Justin Herbert getting that much money. I've heard so many people say, well, the expectations are heightened. I mean, he's got to really perform this year. Aren't the expectations the same every year? And that's to try and win the division, win the conference, win the Super Bowl. Like, What other (laughs) expectations are there on Herbert now that he has this big contract? 
Well, yeah, it's, yeah. What is he supposed to do? Try harder this season? I mean, he's going to be the <laughs> Justin Herbert that we've seen before. He just needs to win, right? He has all the yards. He has all the touchdowns. He has the cool hair. He's the prototypical quarterback. But he just needs to win in the playoffs because what does it mean if you have all this money and all these yards and all these touchdowns, but you don't win? You're Phillip Rivers. That's who you are. And that's, we've had to deal with that for the last 15 seasons as a Charger fan. Hopefully, Justin Herbert doesn't have to go through the same pain. But it makes me laugh when people say, oh, he's going to be much better now since he got paid. No, he's going to be the same player he's always been. He's going to be one of the top quarterbacks in the league, but he needs to win in the playoffs because as fans, that's all we really care about. Uh, obviously, the Chiefs are probably your biggest concern. Again, in the AFC West, they're favored in all 17 games this season. They're the defending champs, and they have Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. Uh, who else? Like, How do you feel about Denver? How do you feel about Las Vegas? How do you feel about the division this year? I'm really only worried about the Kansas City Chiefs, to be honest. I know that sounds crazy because the Broncos have Sean Payton and Russell Wilson used to be a great quarterback. But from what I saw last year, Russell Wilson looked like he never played football before. So I'm not sure in anything that he does this next season. Um, Sean Payton could be the answer, but that's just asking for a lot from a guy that uh, is working with somebody that looked like he was lost all season. And then the Raiders, to me, are the biggest cluster in the whole league. I've never seen a team talk about their GM and upper management like they have from Josh Jacobs to Devontae Adams to Darren Waller, who got shipped over to the Giants. I think the Raiders are in contention for the number one pick for Caleb Williams. I think it's going towards that direction. And then the Broncos, I guess, would be the only other team to be concerned about. But they were such a mess last year. I'm not worried. It just sucks, man, that the number one team in your division is also the number one team in the NFL. It just makes it really yeah. tough. Yeah. Yeah. Win total sitting at nine and a half. Would you take the over or under on that for the Chargers? That's over. That's free money right there. All right. I'm telling you right now, the Chargers nine and a half is a joke. It's because they're the second team in Los Angeles. People dismiss the Chargers because we've never won a Super Bowl. We like I'm on the team, but the Chargers have never won a Super Bowl. Um, nine and a half. That's free money. I think the Chargers easily get 11 wins this season. They have a tough schedule, but uh, like I said, Justin Herbert, when you have a top tier quarterback, you're always going to be in every game. I know the, the Chiefs are favored in every game. It's not because they have you know, Chris Jones is because they have Patrick Mahomes. That's why they're favored in every game. And I like our chances with Justin Herbert. I believe he's a top five quarterback. I don't think anybody wants to go against a guy like Justin Herbert. So nine and a half, that's free money. Take the over. Yeah, I, I, I got to agree there. Uh, one last one for you. So bringing in Kellen Moore, you know, I thought that was really interesting. Dallas saying goodbye to Kellen Moore, I thought was really interesting. So now Mike McCarthy has more say in the play calling. That's going to be a disaster. But we yeah. thought, I mean, okay. we kind of figured Kellen Moore would have been a head coach by now. Do you think there's any way that let's say they don't want a playoff game or let's say maybe they do go under nine and a half wins. It's kind of a disaster. Do you think there's any way where maybe Kellen Moore would become the guy he would move over from coordinator to become the head coach replacing Staley? Or do you think they would go outside uh, and hire somebody else? They better go inside with, with Kellen Moore if they're going to replace a coach. Like you said, he should be a head coach already. He's, uh, he's done a great job with the Cowboys. And I do not trust Brandon Staley whatsoever. He hasn't shown that um, he has a stance on who he has, is as a coach. The year, two years ago, he'd go for it on every fourth down. Last year, he was very passive. You need to send the message to your team of who you are, and I think the Chargers haven't had an identity for the last two seasons. If the Chargers do not win a playoff game this year and the offense is as good as they should be, Kellen Moore should absolutely be the head coach. But 
it's the LA Chargers. You never know what's going to happen. They might do something crazy. They might, you know, Ryan, you might be the coach next season. So you never know with the Chargers. Oh, I hope so. Hey, uh, actually, one last one. So with Justin Herbert now being allowed to push the ball down the field more and Joe Lombardi not <laughs> calling plays for 55-year-old Drew Brees anymore, would you go with maybe an MVP ticket for Justin Herbert? You think he's got a legit shot to win an MVP this season? Hey, you're asking me this question because you're the one that said he's going to be the MVP. I agree with you, dude. Yeah. I absolutely think that he's, he's right there with Patrick Mahomes as an MVP candidate, Josh Allen, all those top quarterbacks. Like I said, though, the thing that hurts the Chargers and hurts Justin Herbert is, one, his, his personality. He's not going to be the guy that's all over social media to self-promote you know, who he is. And then the Chargers, right? The fan base-wise towards the bottom, uh, not a big you know, franchise in the NFL. So it kind of hurts when you play for a smaller team, even though they're in Los Angeles. But uh, Justin Herbert, stats-wise, he should be right there in the MVP conversation. Thanks so much, man. Have a great weekend, Josh. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me.